0: he is risen he is risen indeed jesus christ has risen from the dead this is easter sunday the text mark 15 verse 42 to chapter 16 verse 7. the horrible anguish of good friday came to an end some friends of jesus secret friends rich friends asked pilate for the body of jesus the cross would be empty the only way the cross could be empty was for the crucified to be dead the cross of Christ was empty because Jesus had died his body was taken gently from the cross by people who cared about him they placed it in a rich man's grave by the time they came to check the body of Jesus the grave was empty This is why we have the following theme, the cross is empty and so is the grave. The empty cross means death. When Jesus died on Friday, he died as the obedient son who had done everything his heavenly father wanted him to do. He died as the only one who could carry the weight of all our sin and pay for it. His sacrifice means there is joy in heaven over one sinner who repents because the forgiveness is already there. Therefore, when we come to God asking for forgiveness and peace, they are already there. God will not turn us away. Forgiveness is available because Jesus paid for it with his life. One thing we need to know is that death always brings sadness. Death did not only bring sadness to Jesus' disciples, but it brought fear too. The disciples were afraid to be anywhere around when Jesus died. A few women were there, but that was because their fear was overshadowed by their love for Jesus. All they could think of was the depth of their own loss. All they could imagine was a hopeless, and lonely existence without Jesus. Their hearts were set on the, on the Jesus they had come to know and love. Isn't that the way our life seems sometimes? Our minds, like those of the women, are just clouded by tears to see the joy. Even the best days on earth don't begin to equal the simplest glories of God's heaven. But how can we fully appreciate that or even begin to appreciate it for that matter? Our minds are too small and our vision too limited to be able to see the glory God has prepared for those who love him. So death and the grave will still seem to mean defeat. When Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea came to get the body of Jesus, they had other things on their minds too. They knew what the Old Testament taught, demanded, and required. They knew about the Passover celebration that led to the Exodus out of Egypt. They knew about the lamb that was slaughtered and the blood on the doorposts which saved the people from the death of their firstborn. They knew about the requirements of the Sabbath, the rest day to be observed without fail. What they didn't understand yet was that the Passover had always pointed forward to the events of Good Friday. Christ, our Passover has been sacrificed for us. The blood of the lamb on the doorpost which saved the Israelites from death was only a picture of the eternal life Jesus won by shedding his blood on the cross. The Sabbath, the day of rest, had been pointing forward to the real rest which God wants his people to have through the forgiveness of sins. There could be no forgiveness of sins without the death of Jesus Christ. Even. Even to you today, he had to die. If your Savior didn't die, then your sins weren't paid for. If your Savior didn't die, then he wasn't strong enough to do battle against sin and death. He died to give you the greatest blessing of all times. The cross is empty, and so is the grave. The second point is, the empty grave means life. The women who followed Jesus had him on their minds all day Saturday. Their minds were filled with confusion and fear. Early Sunday morning, they went to the grave to show their love in the only way they thought they could still show it. Thus, when they witnessed some amazing things. The stone was rolled away from the grave, yet the women had been wondering how they were going to move it. The angel of the Lord made an announcement that will ring throughout the world into eternity. He has risen. He is not here. The angel made comments to the women like, You are right. This is a grave. You are right. Graves are for dead people. The only mistake you have made is seeking in a grave someone who is living. Graves are for dead people, not people who are alive. Jesus leaves. Chapter 16 of Mark verse 6. The victory has been won. Sin is a powerful enemy. The sin in your nature is enough to destroy you. The sin that you have committed when you haven't thought or acted or talked God's word is enough to condemn you. You are helpless to change that. You can't do anything about the past, and you can't do anything about the future, but Jesus could, and he did. God placed all sins on Jesus when he hung on the cross and died to pay for them, but Jesus rose, he lives. Death is a powerful enemy. No human being can keep himself alive. Death is too powerful for human beings, but Jesus fought it and won. The empty grave proves that Jesus came to fight and win all the joy and peace and blessing of God that Adam and Eve lost in the Garden of Eden. His resurrection proves he won. Dear brother and sister, know that the empty cross means death and the empty grave means life. Know that Jesus' death and resurrection means forgiveness, life, and salvation. Our lives belong to God right now. And he knows how to rule them. God's love has been proved in the greatest of all acts of love. No one and nothing can dispute the truth of it. Jesus never makes empty promises or gives empty hope. Because he died, we can face death fearlessly. Because he lives, death is only the doorway to eternal life. Because he rose, we can sing, I know that my Redeemer lives we will be alive to sing in the glory of his presence the glory is ours because the cross is empty and so is the grave therefore my brothers and sisters stand firm let nothing move you always give yourself fully to the work of the lord your labor in the lord is not in vain amen let us pray thanks be to you O lord for giving us the victory through your Son, Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, you have not forsaken us or left us to our own destruction, but kept your ancient promise to send a Saviour. We praise you for his perfect life, his innocent death, and his glorious resurrection because of your faithfulness to your promises. Today is a day of victory. Savior Jesus, we praise you for carrying out God's plan of salvation. Your resurrection is undeniable evidence that you have triumphed over sin, death, and hell. And the devil, because of your resurrection, today is a day of victory. Holy Spirit, we praise you for that through the gospel you have led us to know and believe that Jesus is our risen Savior. Today we say confidently, as did the angel, he is not here, he has risen. Preserve us in faith, raise us to newness of life, continue to lavish on us the blessings of this day of victory. Triune God, kindle in our hearts a love for all people, Equip us with both the will and the words to tell others that Jesus has indeed risen from the grave. Use us to indeed share the message of the empty tomb, so that others too may rejoice in Jesus' Easter victory. Lord of life, comfort all who stand at death's door, Comfort all who mourn the the loss of a loved one, who has died in faith in the risen Savior. Comfort each of us with the assurance that because Jesus lives, we too will rise. Remind us all that the death of a Christian is not a defeat. Because of Jesus, it is a day of victory. This we ask in Jesus' name, our risen Savior. Amen.